everybody. Let's fly into the action and take a baby away. It's Peter talking about Mando. That was fine. I really, that was, for how little thought I've given the other intros, I gave this one even less thought. Yeah, it showed. (laughs) Well, this is the season finale, The Rescue. rescue. Um, Yeah. What do you think, Mike? Oh, wow, just jumping in, huh? Yeah, why not? Um, what do I think? Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sorry, <laughs> I, I feel like I have, I'm sounding lackluster, but it's just early. Not early. You know, mornings. Yeah. Um, it was cool. I I thought it was. I have I have almost nothing critical to say because I think everything to me came in the right amount of dosage mm-hmm. and characters were used well it's almost like the things that didn't work about ahsoka for me because she was so critical to the episode she was in and you know i i didn't really understand you know it felt it really did feel like just a setup to her spinoff rather than like uh, they used her well yeah um and given that she just says go over here like she's just a waypoint she's just yep. a way you know she's basically just acting as a compass in that episode Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, and we're going to jump into it, so spoiler alert, uh, Luke Skywalker was used well because he serves a very clear purpose and he can more or less just pop in and make an appearance and then leave and it not feel shoehorned um, or like, like a money grab. It feels appropriate to the... Uh, it just, you know, it's it makes sense. It doesn't... You know, it doesn't feel like, uh, oh, that's going to show him to make money. It's no, it, it really works with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't surprised. I think we all knew right when the X Wing kind of showed up, I'm guessing. Um, but still, it was really fun and really exciting the whole time. Him slashing his way up to the, to the, um, you know, the Mando. Uh, it was really cool. So that's like my high level my high-level thoughts on the episode. Um, what about you? Yeah, I thought it was dope. Um, I thought it was really exciting, and I agree with you. I think we talked about this a bit when we talked about the Ahsoka episode. Is, you know, it was a waypoint, and like the motivation was really unclear as well. Um, you know, you can reason it away that, oh, she, isn't a Je- she thinks she's not a Jedi, and she's so dedicated to that that she can't, train anyone and but but that's all backstory that you have to know bringing into it the story never told you that it was just like if it's literally named the jedi the episode so it's like and they say aren't you the jedi and they (laughs) refer to her as a jedi a million times and then it's like really weird that the man knows like hey i'm trying to find a jedi and she's like okay go find a jedi over there yeah i know and like it just her motivation didn't make sense again i was stoked to see her um but yeah, this all makes perfect sense. Like, yeah. if anything, it makes. I remember st- I might have said this on the podcast that you predicted, like, yeah, it could be Luke. And I just didn't think they would have the balls to do it. I just straight up was just like, nope, they're not going to do that. I thought that it was more likely that they would bring Qui Gon, or not Qui Gon, Mace Windu back from the dead 
and have it be Mace Windu before it be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And so it's for in a way it almost makes too much sense because yeah, of course Luke would be there. He's looking for people to train in his new Jedi temple. It yeah. makes perfect sense why Luke Skywalker would show up. And so yeah. I yeah, think it, it works. works. Yeah. yeah, it just works. I, I, I think it's it's funny to think about it from the different levels of fandom from like <laughs> the very casual fans, like who probably don't even call themselves fans, like my yeah. wife who just like is doesn't care mm-hmm. uh but watches them. Um, with her reaction being like, "Oh, I didn't know it was in this time frame." Like she's like, "He's not old, or he's like not <laughs> dead." It yeah. like, no, it's like between this and this and this. And she's like, "Oh, okay, interesting." You know, and it, so in a way, it could for those fans who are barely fans, it's kind of like seeing Darth Maul at the mm-hmm. end of Solo. Like, oh, that's oh, okay. What happened? But I thought he was. Because these movies are not released. Basically, you have to be in the know to understand where chronologically each sits. Because they never tell you at the beginning of an episode, like, this sits between this and this and this. (laughs) They're never addressing those hyper-casual fans. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's funny because my wife was watching and, like, I think she she... She wouldn't be able to tell me, you know, oh, this is nine years after the Battle of Yavin. But I think she, she had an idea that this was around the right time frame but even she was i think they did do a good enough job with how they did it that if you're not like because the x-wing comes in and first like okay we saw a couple x-wing pilots before like it could it could be someone else like they give you that that disbelief where you could always be like it could be someone else it's like okay x-wing could be someone else then you see the lightsaber and the hood but it's on that gray monitor, so you can't tell it's a green lightsaber. So you're like, okay, that looks like Luke, but it could be someone else. Yeah. And then you see the glove, and you're like, yeah. at that point, you're and the green lightsaber. You're like, okay, that's when it clicks. But like, my wife was long almost all the way up to the point. It's like, who is that? Oh my gosh, who is that? And the surprise was really worked for her, which yeah. I thought was cool. Well, even when you see the glove, I was still wasn't sure because mm-hmm. it wasn't until I saw his other hand didn't have a glove. Yeah, because it was totally. like, okay, it could be Ezra wearing two gloves. <laughs> yeah you know totally I mean? you're right and then it was like okay no one's walking around wearing one glove it's luke yeah totally um, so yeah it was it was exactly all that logic building like, okay they could be misdirecting here it could be a misdirect here so they slowly i think between it being green lightsaber then it having a glove then okay it's a glove and a no glove you know just kind of these slow reveals that i thought were really nice mm-hmm. um i i my nerd rant would be like i i would have preferred ezra that would have been the ultimate ballsy thing to me mm-hmm. but um this is still really cool um yeah, yeah my guess is that there's so saving. much there's so much other there's so much more to this episode than just luke but i think talking about him first is wise like get the yeah. big thing out of the way yeah i've got to imagine they're saving ezra for that ahsoka the show that they just yeah, announced i know, I know. um but yeah, I think I do also want to t- touch on, you're probably completely out of the loop of this because you you stay clear of the internet quite a bit, but there's quite a bit of controversy about it. Um, and it's... Why? It's... I, I find it people. extremely frustrating. Oh, well, the answer to why, because it's Star Wars. Because yeah. there's a someone can have an opinion on Star Wars, and so it's a fight now. Yeah, I just... Man, I'm just like... I'm so tired of uh, of 
people complaining about stuff. I, I keep thinking like, man, all these shows were just announced. And I'm like, as long as they're released in digestible enough chunks so none of them overlap, I'll lo- just keep releasing shows. I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. Because, again, well, first of all, I think it especially works for me because Star Wars canonically is over. And these are just fan films. So I'm just like, yeah, let them roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. These people. People just complaining about Star Wars are like, I, it blows my mind. And like, I, I mean this in the nicest way possible, um, the most caring, thoughtful, patient way possible. Get a fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that just, feels a bit dismissive to me, but I will. No, get a life. It's a freaking. Well, I mean, we, I. I think it's because we complain about Star Wars all the time. That's half of our podcast is complaining about Star Wars. Yeah. I think the I, issue I, I, to me but is I, can, not, I, I complain about it in an isolated bubble that no one really listens to. Yeah. I think, I think the difference to me is like, I didn't really mean that. I didn't really mean, you know, I mo- mostly I'm just, I'm just tired of, of people being hypercritical of like, like if someone's actually, ups- I'm not actually upset about anything. Yeah, that gets us to the point is the it's the feelings behind it and the fact that like someone is against you, I guess, is what, what I'm pushing against about. Or, or or you're owed anything. Like- so this is the thing that frustrates me, I guess, is a lot of the issues is people are upset because this Luke is different than the last Jedi Luke, which like I think makes total sense because it's what, thirty years apart and this makes sense for where Luke is in his life right now. He's trying to build the Jedi order and we know how that's going to happen or how that's going to work out poorly. He's like still gallivanting across the universe, killing things with his lightsaber and he hasn't learned the lesson of ultimate sacrifice yet. Like that all makes sense in his lifeline. That's where he's at. But people are like, Oh, this is this is a referendum on Last Jedi. They're just no. there's people were complaining that Luke Skywalker was not a badass, and so now they're making Luke Skywalker a badass. So appease yeah. the dude, bros. I feel like that's I don't. It's so unnuanced. I guess that's what I'm frustrated about, and it seems hypocritical to me because when the Last Jedi came out, and people were mad that they didn't like how Luke Skywalker was portrayed, I thought those people were ridiculous. I thought to get so angry and upset to do sometimes really horrible things to people on the internet because you wanted fan service. You wanted Luke Skywalker to be whatever ideal you set up in your head. And we all thought those people were ridiculous. Then Rise of Skywalker comes out and same thing happens with Kylo Ren, that all the Raylos were upset that that story didn't end how they wanted and those characters didn't finish how they wanted. And so now they're pissed. And Heath Williams from Rogue Padron said something that I thought was really interesting on Twitter. He said, far too many Star Wars fans appear to subscribe to fan service for me, but not for the approach, which I think is brilliant because it's the arguments just go down to like, I want Star Wars to be what I want. And if you don't want it, then you're an idiot and I hate you. Yeah. And I, I didn't say it very eloquently of like, get a life, but that's kind of what I mean is like, yeah. it's, it's not it's not made for you like yeah it's made for you but they didn't sit down and read your diary and then go okay cool it's okay to complain and not like something mm-hmm. but it, it, it's i just hate that people look for something to be upset about and 
I, I don't know why we just can't enjoy things more. And I think that's where I'm at with Star Wars. Of like, I'm not trying to be hypercritical of it anymore. I'm just at the point in my life where I'm like, yeah, I can enjoy this. This is fun. Like, I can be like, oh, I wish it was like this or like this. But ultimately, like, oh, I'll take it over nothing. And it's still fun. And I like it. I just, um, yeah. This, it totally, I didn't question once that it felt like, it felt like a matured Luke from Return of the Jedi. I mean, mm-hmm. in Return of the Jedi, when we first see Luke, it reminded it, him appearing on the ship reminded me of him appearing at Jabba's palace in a way of like, yeah, oh, he's totally. reflective and he's he's a little slower and he's a little more in touch, in tune with the Force, and he's just kind of a, a bit more monastic, but passionate about the ways of the Jedi. He's just a matured Luke, and the Luke we saw in in the Mandalorian feels like an evolution of that, who has not yet reached the last Jedi, because we know that the moment that broke him was Ben. Yeah, um, totally. So. I I think the trajectory and the choices they made felt to me really I mean I I almost don't see an alternative. I think an interesting point that was brought up in these conversations I was having is that, you know, people more on the Raylo side are saying, you know, the original sin of Anakin Skywalker was that he was taken away from Shmi. Huh. That's what grew that attachment. The first attachment that he had the tipped into the dark side was the mother when they died. And I think that's really fascinating. And I wouldn't say that's the issue for the dark side always, but in a way, you know, they're taking this child away from its father figure, which I think is an interesting philosophical point. Hmm. Um, But even if I agree with that philosophical point overall, Luke Skywalker doesn't know that. Yeah, He hasn't learned that lesson yet. We know that for a fact because he is currently building his temple that will be destroyed. Yeah. And he hasn't figured that out yet because he doesn't yeah. figure that out until he's on Octo. Yeah. Plus, he never, I mean, he's coming to it with his life perspective, which is father and motherless, <laughs> yeah. largely. <laughs> so, yeah. Totally. It just could be an attachment he doesn't need to, he believes he doesn't you know, need to consider. Yeah, but there's uh, so much more in this. Uh, this God, there's there's so much more uh, that I want to talk about. Yeah, um, did you to, watch to the end of the episode? End of the credits? I did. Credits were fun. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, Bib Fortuna, neat. <laughs> He's you know looks like Jabba more. Yeah, I mean it mimics so much of. I mean the whole like scene by shot by shot Jedi like mm-hmm. Gamorrean guards run up the stairs, get shot, fall down the stairs. Who's it going to be? You know. Yeah, I thought uh, that was fun. It wasn't Bosk or no, a Bosch. Bosch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I'll watch it. I'll watch anything at this point besides probably the Bad Batch. I'm probably going to hard <laughs> skip on that. Yeah, or Droid Tales. That, or, yeah, uh, yeah that sorry. Looks hard, that looks rough. <laughs> Bad Batch and Droid Tales, I'm pretty pretty much going to hard pass on. Yeah. Um, I, I hard passed on Resistance, so. It was interesting to me, too, because they announced so many things recently, and they didn't announce Book of Boba, so that was kind of a Maybe it'll surprise. be a literal book is what I was thinking. <laughs> well, or, that's the thing. There's a little or bit maybe of they're a, just waiting for this. They, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's a question about it. Is is the Book of Boba the next chapter of The Mandalorian? Because, obviously, each oh, episode would, is a chapter. I would be down. I would be so, down for that. It's unclear because this almost could act as a series finale for the Mandalorian story. Like we could could literally never see Baby Yoda or the Mandalorian again. I would be down. That I'm I down think, for. Because yeah. I don't I don't know where you go from this. Um 
because yeah, open, there's open thread lines. Obviously, he still has the dark saber because he, it wasn't he. That's the big point I want to touch on. Yeah, is the dark saber. He wasn't able to give it to Bo Katan because she didn't win it in battle. My question is, and I don't know. I'm guessing maybe you do. Was it stolen from her by Moff Gideon or won from her by Moff Gideon? Well, it's more complicated than that. Um, I and I'm very confused about this. Um, I think that, and again, I want to preface this with they could explain this away with one line next season, just like they did with like Mandalorians never take off their helmet. But not only do we not know what happened with Moff Gideon, so I think Moff Gideon probably wasn't the rightful owner regardless. We know for a fact that Sabine just handed the lightsaber to Bo-Katan and Rebels. Yeah. If you remember that episode, Bo-Katan never defeated Sabine in battle. She just was like, oh, thanks for giving me the Darksaber. Now I'm the ruler. So that seems to be a plot hole. But, you know, I'm I'm not a... Again, they could just explain it away with one line next season. They will, but it is a a plot hole for sure. It's a hole. It's not good. Um, So, but I think if I had to do any sort of predictions, which I'm not saying that predicting in the sense of like, this is where it's going to go. Like, just, I think letting my imagination run wild of where it could go. It could be Book of Boba is the next chapter, but I think that it was announced that it's a new show. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, They might just be a new show in a congruent time setting. Um, But next season might be all Mandalore focused. And I think that's what they're setting up is, okay, we have the Darksaber and now there's a built-in conflict between Bo-Katan and Mando about the power struggle of who owns the Darksaber, what they're going to do there. And yeah. obviously Bo-Katan wants to go back and figure out what's, what happened to the actual planet of Mandalore. We heard uh, Bo- Boba Fett say that it was turned to glass, which sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, and they might be setting that up, which maybe they're setting up live-action Sabine, too. Yeah. It all feels like a setup. It, 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 yeah. I mean, I think it's 100% we need a season three and that was the open thread to get there because I think there were a lot of people who were upset by that of like two, either two things like why didn't she just take it or like mm-hmm. also I've heard from quite a few people why doesn't he just become the why doesn't you know the man have just become the leader but to me that would feel so out of character for him yeah totally because he's like uh, I was to our buddy Tom I was telling talking to this about he feels more like a priest and uh, Bo-Katan feels more like a politician. Like, she wants to be in charge. Yeah. But he's a religious zealot. Like, he wants... He's he's a samurai. He's mm-hmm. never going to... He's You know, he's a samurai, monk, western gunslinger. He's never going to want to be in charge. And those are usually the best people for the job to be in charge. But also, he's just socially awkward. He would suck as a king. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um... I I agree. I agree with that totally. Um, I think it would set up a pretty interesting dynamic. Um, like that would be a kind of a fun power struggle to see. And also on the sense of like, is this the last we've seen of Baby Yoda? Um, I've seen a couple things on that. First of all, people are freaking out because he's going to the, the, the Jedi Temple that we know what happens to that. Yeah. My guess is, I mean, that doesn't happen for 20 years. So yeah. I'm assuming Baby Yoda graduates by then. Um, but... Yeah, he might be in trouble. I'm another crazy idea I had was what if they did some sort of time jump um where B- 
Baby Yoda has graduated from the from the camp, and now he's like toddler Yoda, <laughs> and he that's the next time we see him. He's a little bit older and can maybe speak, which would be kind of wild. That'd be funny. Um, but I have no idea if they'll actually do that. But it's just one of the weird things that popped in my head. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, also on this, I love Dark Troopers. They are so good. They were freaking scary. They, they did were, such a good job with they that. They were wild, and it, it would totally take a Luke to destroy them because I was like, I don't know how they're getting out of this. Like, <laughs> I know. It was so sick. There were a couple of, like, visually, they looked so cool. They were mm-hmm. directed really well. Um, the tube, well, launch tube, I thought yeah. was a really fun scene. Both of those things were very Battlestar Galactica to me, mm-hmm. um, but I thought it was a really cool thing I'd never really seen in Star Wars. Yeah. This whole episode was good. Everything leading up to the... Like it was just a fun episode. Yeah, I really enjoy Moff Gideon. Like he's a great yeah. villain. Um, yeah, he's a great like mustache twirling villain. Like, yeah, he's, he's really, amping it up, but he's good. He's really good. So glad he has a cape. I, yeah. I still can't watch Cara Dune. I know. I, I hope we're done with Cara Dune. To be honest, I hope it's just so hard for me to watch her and yeah. not see like Melania Trump or something. Like I just can't <laughs> watch her anymore. Well, it's interesting because they, I think originally the Rangers of the New Republic is supposed to be called something like Cara Dune and the Rangers of the New Republic, but now it's just called the New Rangers of the New Republic. So that's good. They might be sit, setting aside a way to do it without her, or they might just keep, I don't know. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, couple, I, a couple of very just small Easter eggs because this was not a very Easter eggy episode. Um, and when they went to that cantina to first recruit Bo-Katan, yeah. which, by the way, where's that dude that was with them? He's just gone. Yeah. There was another Mandalorian that just didn't want to, didn't, didn't join the fray. Yeah, I don't remember. But I, w- I will say it did set up a really cool dynamic, which I appreciated, um, of the strike team being an all-female strike team, yeah. really kicking ass, and not having to hammer you over the head with it. Yeah, they didn't say once, like, girl power or something. Yeah. This or like, are, don't send a don't send a man to do a woman's job. They didn't do like one of those cheesy Hollywood things that like yeah, hits it over the head. Totally, so, yeah. I hate that. And like, or the other thing they always do is like, we're gonna break off the girl group so they can fight the girl villains. Like Marvel did that yeah. in Endgame, where it was like, girl power now fight some other girls. It's just like yeah. you just don't have to put you don't have to spotlight it. You just have to represent that these people are badasses and it took me even a second to, to recognize it was all female strike team. But I thought that was a cool moment. Yeah. Um, but when they went to the cantina to first do it, you could see the menu and on the menu, they served space waffles. So there is. that there is, is fun to me. Um, also a little, just rebels, rebels, Easter egg. There were two, two inside jokes between us that came up in this episode that I said to Maddie, my wife, and she had no idea what I was talking about. And I wish you were watching with me. First of all, they said at one point they had jammed the the console or something like that. And I I just said out loud, Raspberry. I hate Raspberry, which we have said on the podcast before. Yep. And then the other one is a little too quiet. Yep. A little too clear. And I went, a little too Ralph. Yep. I know. I said it too. (laughs) Uh, I went, yeah, I went, a little too Ralph. Yeah. Made me wish the days when we could watch things together. Yeah, uh, those are good. Yeah, what a cool episode. Yep. They're very. I, I'm. I want to rewatch this episode. And there are very few Mando episodes that I've rewatched. Zero, mm-hmm. to be frank. Um, I will yeah. rewatch this episode. Yeah. So I will say 
this episode was great. Um, how I felt over this about the season overall, I think I still feel the same as what I said before. I feel like it was overall pretty uneven. Um, but Star Wars really can get a pass when they end things on a high like this. Um, yeah. So, you know yeah. what? I think overall I feel good about Mando season two, even though yeah. no more lightsabers. It was a slog. Just no more lightsabers. Yeah, we'll see. Get us there. The intro of the Jedi. You just make it so uneven to me. That's how you. That's how you unbalance it. Is you uh, mm-hmm. start playing with that those toys. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, great. Cool. Well, um, well, I think we should sign off. And people can find us on the internet at Rebels Rebels Pod mm-hmm. at Gmail or Instagram or Twitter. If mm. you want to talk to me about how you hate Luke or love Luke. Um, you can also email us a haiku. We got, um, we, we got a great poem in the, the mail. Yeah. Um, let's, you know what? We'll, we'll read that out in one of our main episodes. We're about to record a main episode. Let's make sure to shout out that poem because that was fun. Yeah, it's about Ezra, so... Yeah, that makes we'll sense. save it for Rebels. So if you want to send us a poem or a haiku about Star Wars, we will read it on the show. Yeesh. And until next time, I don't know. Don't complain about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't have energy for an outro. Bye. That, that one I liked.